Depression, anxiety, and autoimmune symptoms after birth is not how it's supposed to be. There is a much better way, and I'm here to show you how to do just that. Hey, my friend, I'm Miranda Bauer, a mother to four kids and a biology student turned scientist obsessed with changing the world through postpartum care. Join us as we talk to mothers and the providers who serve them and getting evidence-based information that actually supports the mind, body, and soul in the years after birth. Welcome to Postpartum University, and I am Miranda Bauer, and I'm here for a spectacular episode on postpartum hair loss. And what better conversation to have on Halloween, given the fact that postpartum hair loss is often such an incredibly scary scenario because when we are losing a lot of hair, it can feel really frightening. It can feel like we have very little control. And let's face it, our hair is such an important part of who we are. There's so many cultures around the world that really uh, practice the art of sacred hair keeping and making sure that our hair is very well kept. And it doesn't necessarily mean that you don't have you know, the messy buns or, you know, the ponytails, that's my, my go-to hairstyle, but you can have those things and still really honor and cherish the, the sacredness that is our hair and what it represents for us and who it is. And I know that sounds super funny. And I actually go into this uh, conversation a lot deeper in episode 27, when we talk about the truth about postpartum hair loss. And I highly recommend going to listen to that episode because I talk about the actual causes of postpartum hair loss. And, and that's really a foundational piece to this episode. So to, in today's episode, I really want to uncover what we can do how can we prevent this? And what do we do to recover from this? This is a reoccurring question I get asked so often. And I find like it, it very much needs its own episode. So before we dive into that, though, I have to recommend go take a listen to episode 27 because there is so much there that needs to be addressed in that conversation about the way hair grows and develops and the cycle of hair and really the myths that we have come to know as truths when it comes to postpartum hair loss, how it's so, uh, you know, part of the process and we can expect major hair loss and it's all normal. And really it, it truly is not. And I don't think it's fair in any way, shape, form or fashion to, tell women that it's okay for them to lose significant amounts of, uh, of hair to where they might even feel like they're going bald in certain spots. Uh, and that that's normal because they've had a baby. Really nothing is further from the truth. It is not normal to have significant hair loss. A little bit of hair loss, yes. A significant amount, uh, an amount that worries you is not okay. Okay, so now that we've established that, let's talk about how we can really prevent. What are some preventative strategies? So maybe you're pregnant or you're expecting, or maybe you are uh, a coach or a provider and you're working with uh, pregnant moms and this is one of their concerns. And 
I see this often. I have this reoccur on the weekly basis. I find these emails in my inbox. What do I do to help myself prevent the postpartum hair loss? Because maybe it was so significant and a previous child and you don't want to do that on repeat. So here's a couple of strategies. First and foremost, make sure that you are getting balanced nutrition and hydration. This is key. This is one of the foundational pieces. We truly enter in motherhood incredibly depleted of key nutrients. And it's not just protein, but and, and collagen, right? And those that we associate with hair loss, but it's also those B vitamins, the zinc, the C, uh, A, E, all of those are so incredibly important. And if we're missing one, oftentimes we're missing multitude of vitamins. And it's not about taking a bunch of vitamins and minerals via supplementation. And I think that might be important, especially if you've been depleted for a really long time, or maybe you suffer from an autoimmune condition that kind of exacerbates that that. Uh, symptom of being depleted, then it's really, really important to begin with food and then add supplements. Supplements are to be supplemented, but we really truly have to sit down with ourselves and figure out how are we going to make a lifestyle change that allows us to be nourished on the constant, where nourishment is just a part of our daily life rather than a band-aid fixer up or when something like this goes awry in our life. So truly make sure that you are living that balanced nourishment, that you're getting enough protein, that you're getting enough easily digestible nutrients within your body and it feels good for you. And if you have no idea where to start, this is where you want to go. You want to go to the postpartum nutrition plan, no matter if you're in your pregnancy or if you're six years postpartum and you're still struggling with nutrient depletion. If you are nutrient deprived, this is where you want to go. It's six weeks of gluten-free and dairy-free meals. It will help you eliminate uh, inflammation and support you in hormone balance by giving you all of the nutrients your body needs, starting with food. Freezer meals, uh, all the recipes included, including amazing snacks that are so easy and good for you, and uh, cooking hacks, all the different things. And of course, um, we do supplement guides and, and all of that as well. So I will include a link for that in the show notes. So if that's you, if you're not sure where to begin, what in the world do you do? How do you make this a lifestyle? Absolutely go to the postpartum nutrition plan in the show notes. We've got you covered. That is one of the foundational pieces. And I, and I hear so often too, we are very quick to blame our hormones and we're very quick to blame the thyroid. And both of those are accurate in terms of their, their level of impact they have on hair loss. So if you have a thyroid condition, if you are significantly deprived of nutrients, if you are uh, having issues with hormone balance, there's a good chance that you're going to experience hair loss. But we have to get to the root of why that is occurring, right? 
when we have thyroid issues, and I did a massive training on the thyroid and bust some serious myths when it comes to that, we have to look at why is that becoming out of balance? Because it's not just because we've had a baby, which tends to be the sole reason we blame so many uh, dysregulations and imbalances within our body. Oh, you have hormones that are out of balance? Oh, yes, of course, that's normal. You just had a baby. Oh, you have thyroid issues? Yeah, of course, you just had a baby. That's to be expected. Like all of these things are just blamed on that. I'm telling you 100%, 110%, that is not true. Just because you have a baby doesn't mean that your body is supposed to be in a state of imbalance. So truly look at the root cause of that. And so when we look at thyroid dysfunction, um, a big concern of that is nutrients for one. And also here's number two, toxins. Toxins are a huge component of, of our everyday lives. No matter what you do, you cannot get away with it. Uh, you're going to be exposed at some form, at some level. And we can do our absolute best to take care of ourselves. And that's what I recommend. Make sure that you're exposing yourself as little as possible. Make sure that you're um, not taking in, you know, tons of chemicals in your cleaning products, that what you're putting on your face and in your hair are actually not harmful to the body. And that can, that can be a big challenge. It can be a big shift in the way that we are taking care of ourselves, especially in postpartum. So there's something you need to know about detoxing and postpartum. And in pregnancy, our bodies refrain from detoxing as it once did. Our detoxification pathways are not as open because we are doing everything we can to hold on to a baby. We want to kind of suppress the immune system a tad bit so that we can have a full-term pregnancy. And then after pregnancy, when we enter into the postpartum state, our bodies are holding on to a lot of toxins that have accumulated within the pregnancy period, and it's on major release. So that massive amount of sweating and peeing and feeling like you're just dripping from every orifice in the postpartum period, it's very, very common. Uh, our need to be really warm and to um, have all of these toxins be removed from multiple detoxification pathways within our bodies, from our kidneys, from our liver, uh, from our, our skin, which is a major detoxification pathway. All of those become very open and a lot of those toxins are removed. There's multiple cult cultures across the world who actually use heat therapy uh, and and like infrared heat saunas or or deep saunas and things like that to help encourage that sweating to remove the toxins that have built up specifically in pregnancy. And so when that doesn't happen, when that doesn't happen, we are at a very crucial point where things start to happen within our bodies that are are going to support imbalances. And one of those is the thyroid. And thyroid is just so incredibly sensitive to xenoestrogens, to microplastics, to all of the harmful chemicals that we have in our everyday life. And because of that level of sensitivity on top of the level of sensitivity we have in postpartum with uh, our bodies changing the detoxification pathways, what we have is a recipe for uh, a, a problem. 
And so making sure that you are able to anticipate and support your body in detoxifying from whatever, you know, toxins that you're going to come into contact with that you can't, you just don't have any control over, right? Just walking into a room or grocery shopping and you have to walk by that aisle that has all of the fragrances. It's not really a choice because it's next to, you know, the toilet paper, right? Or going to the gas station. You got to fuel up. You don't have a choice, right? Those things are toxic, but you know, there's only so much we can do. So don't fret over it. Don't kill yourself over trying to make sure that you live a toxic free environment. Do what you have control over making sure that you're not putting, you know, toxic chemicals in your, your home for cleaning products, making sure that you're not spraying yourself with perfume, which happens to be right on our neck and the thyroid gland, right? So it's so many things or, or those lotions and potions that we put on our face, which is right there next to that thyroid gland. But what I'm saying is, is make sure that you are using clean products. And this goes with your hair too. Because your hair is such a sensitive space. Your scalp is very sensitive as well, especially in that pregnancy and postpartum time. So if you are wanting to prevent uh, hair loss, make sure that you are being very gentle with your hair care, which includes not using tons of heat and not using harsh chemicals and products on your hair. Become a Postpartum University professional. Our evidence-based trainings, guides, downloads, tools, and community membership is now open for applications. Join us as we learn, connect, and implement better care practices for ourselves and for our clients we serve. You can learn more at postpartumu.com slash membership. So balanced nutrition, making sure that you're living toxin-free, that you're being gentle with your hair care. And here's a huge component, stress reduction. Reduce your stress. We know we have tons of scientific evidence that shows that stress can really exacerbate hair loss. It is intrinsically linked. And I want to make sure that you understand that I'm not using the word stress management here. Stress management is important, but that is not as important as stress reduction. Start looking at how can you eliminate the stress in your life? What can you say no to? What do you need to say yes to in terms of help? And how can you enjoy the finer things of life, like doing laundry and uh, doing dishes. Like there's some things in life that we're going to have to do that feel really mundane. How can you turn those into beautiful meditative practices where you focus on gratitude during those times, where you walk away feeling really good and connected to your breathing and your body and your life as a mother and, and as a woman? So practice stress reduction or stress management, but really hone in on stress reduction. And another part of this is making sure that you are preparing for a birth experience that is conducive to less stress. So you're not putting yourself in an environment where you are likely to experience high rates of 
uh, uh, birth trauma or birth intervention, making sure that you have a team who's going to support you through the transition into motherhood, no matter if it's your first or your 10th child, that whatever it is that you're going to be or wherever you're going to be birthing your baby, that it's going to be done in the best of ways, in the less, the least stressful way, because that's going to set the tone for the rest of your nervous system function throughout postpartum. And so if you can have a very gentle, carefree birth, it's going to set you up for your nervous system success where you're not going to be operating at a very high level and sensitive to so many different components that uh, of stress that make things that much more challenging. So there is your prevention strategies. And I will tell you, you know, postpartum is filled with emotional and physical changes. They can be really stressful. So finding all of these things and and techniques, I, I will tell you, it takes time. It's really a lifestyle shift. The Mama Thrive Method, which is what I'm sharing with you here, is the these preventative strategies are are incorporated into lifestyle change, and so they take time. And sometimes it means picking one and really running with it. Sometimes it's dabbling into a few pieces and seeing what feels good for you. But if you're in a position to prevent this and you can start here, these are the areas where you can start. Okay, so now that we've addressed that, I want to go into some recovery approaches. So maybe you are a mom and you were deeply struggling with major hair loss, or maybe you're a provider and your clients are struggling with this. How do we recover after it's already taken place or if it's if we're already in the throes of it? So I gave you some really important uh, strategies in the prevention side of things, right? And many of those are going to be applicable here in the recovery approach. So really addressing the root of, of the deficiency that we're experiencing. You can't just, you know, and this is something that I see all the time is that we can, we'll just go get the supplements and the hair creams and we'll call it good. And eventually our hair will grow back, right? But if you never address the internal aspect, right? Because the internal part of this is what needs to be supported, deeply supported. And when it's not supported, then we have symptoms like major hair loss and hormone imbalance. So getting around the addressing the root cause is, is not an option. You have to address the root cause. And so there's some long-term strategies that you have to implement, and that is addressing nutrition. So making sure that you're getting enough protein, collagen, all those B vitamins, zinc, C, D, A, E, all of those are so incredibly important. Uh, biotin, selenium, <laughs> very, very important. So when we look at food as a whole, just making sure that you're eating dense, nutrient-rich foods that are easy to digest. And again, if you're not sure what that means or where to start, or you have been brought up to believe that salads and smoothies and postpartum are the best, Rest assured, that's not the case. That will only do more damage. It will only support more hair loss, 
what you need to do is get the postpartum nutrition plan. And I have that linked for you. There's also a multitude of episodes we'll have linked here too that will help you understand those significant postpartum changes that take place on a physiological level that requires a different way of eating and nourishing your body so that you get the most dense nutrient foods that are so easy to digest and that are easy on the tummy. So make sure you address root, the root cause, get those vitamins in you, those minerals in you, and do so through food. Okay, that is first and foremost. And the other component is addressing that stress and trauma. So we talked about that uh, as well, making sure that you're getting enough sleep, uh, stop blaming hormones, right? Hormones are responders. They are simply doing what the body tells it to do. And so when there's an imbalance in hormones or in thyroid, it always goes back to stress, sleep, and nutrition. Like hands down, those are the components that you want to address. Again, those lifestyle things. I'm going to give you a couple of other uh, really important things that you can implement too in terms of supplement, collagen, beef liver capsules, and then bone broth. Bone broth is so nutrient dense. And so all of the, and, and oftentimes they are full of collagen as well. We, we certainly hope you're cooking your bone broth full of collagen and leaving that in there. Fat and collagen is so, so beneficial. And we need that. Fat does not make you fat, right? Fat helps you with brain development. It helps with breast milk production and it helps with hormone regulation. And as a woman, we need so much more uh, than the standard American diet suggests. So make sure you're getting lots and lots of fat and collagen and bone broth, and that will help with hair hair growth and hair loss. Um, So making sure that you're getting enough so you don't experience that hair loss. And people actually use that collagen and that fat on their hair as well, because it's such a necessary component. So getting it internally and then getting it externally. So making sure that you're staying away from chemicals. Let's talk about hair care for a second. Stay away from those chemicals and heat and give yourself a massage with some collagen and uh, hair oil, argon oil, coconut, shea butter. These oils really help hydrate and strengthen your hair and making it more resilient to damage. And it's also can help protect the hair from from. Uh, damage as well. So making sure that you're getting it on the inside. So ingesting those uh, uh, beef liver capsules, the bone broth and high nutrient values, the collagen, but also using it externally as well on your hair can really help uh, support your hair and your hair growth. And of course, staying away from those harsh chemicals and heat. Another component to this as well is making sure that you're protecting your hair during the day and night. Wear a hair cap if you need to, to protect your hair at night so that when you wake up in the morning, you don't have a ratted mess that you have to brush out that can be really, really difficult. And if you are someone who uses a lot of protective hairstyles, that can really take a toll on your hairline and your edges. So traction alopecia, which is the fancy term for for hair loss that happens due to traction. So when you have a, a protective hairstyle, you're, you're, there's a lot of pulling and there's uh, a lot of pressure that happens on the scalp itself. 
So doing your best to take care of the hair and scalp area and uh, give yourself lots of oils and even be gentle on that area if you need to wear a protective hairstyle and potentially don't wear a, uh, a protective hairstyle if you are going through a lot of loss. Uh, and know that if you are someone who wears a protective hairstyle, um, that when you take out your, your hair, you're going to experience a lot more of that loss over uh, a period of time because your body's not, you're, you're not shedding that throughout the day as someone uh, who's not wearing a protective hairstyle. So it looks like a significant amount of loss when really oftentimes it's the same amount of loss as someone who's not wearing a protective hairstyle. Okay, I hope all of that is making absolute sense. I also want to share with you some tried and true uh, uh, herbs that are just so beneficial for, for hair loss and regrowing hair. And the reason being is because they contain high levels of nutrients and minerals. And they are just absolutely phenomenal for just hormone balance overall. So nettles, stinging nettles, uh, red raspberry leaf, red clover blossoms, and oat straw. Highly, highly recommend them. If you're gluten-free like myself and you require a strict gluten-free diet, oat straw is not something to be consumed. Um, but that if, if that is 100% not a concern for you, oat straw is definitely something to go for. I also hear a lot of people talk about a product called Nutrafol, and it is a supplement that is geared toward hair loss and regrowing your hair. And so I kind of did some research on that before I started this episode. And it's really a bunch of vitamins and minerals and nutrients derived from herbs, uh, which I think is absolutely amazing. And I know a lot of people swear by that. I am not I like I've never tried this before. Um, I don't have any firsthand experience with it, but I do know a lot of people swear by that product. So if you want to cover the herbal and supplemental aspects of your approach to recovery, that can be uh, very, very beneficial. So I, I hope that is helpful for everyone, um, especially in addressing these constant questions that I get. I love this question. And I, I hope that this is very helpful for you all who might be wanting to prevent it or to get rid of the hair loss and really just experience the fullness of hair again, which is just very, very rewarding. And I also want to say that the hair recovery is a gradual process and patience is really, really key. The recovery approaches that I mentioned are meant to support and encourage your hairs regrowing uh, during the postpartum period. So it's it's really important to just give yourself time and space and, and know that it will work, that it is working, that it's a gradual process. So I, again, I hope that's helpful. If you have any other strategies, check us out on Instagram and let us know in the comments. We're going to be sharing a bunch of uh, our spooky stories when it comes to hair loss and all things related. And we hope you join us over there in the conversation and get some really tried and true strategies to support you or your clients. They're going through that. 
am so grateful you turned into the Postpartum University podcast. We've hoped you enjoyed this episode enough to leave us a quick review. And more importantly, I hope more than ever that you take what you've learned here, applied it to your own life and consider joining us in the Postpartum University membership. It's a private space where mothers and providers learn the real truth and the real tools needed to heal in the years postpartum. You can learn more at www.postpartumu.com. We'll see you next week.